somewhere deep inside Texas. This is Piper's Talk Radio Show with your host, George McCormick. This is another day and another interview. I am your host, Piper George, with the House of Briar Piper's Talk Radio. Y'all, this comes from overseas. I got a man on the phone with me all the way from Prague in the Czech Republic. His name is Martin Chermak of C-Pipes. Martin, how are you today, sir? Hello, George. Thank you for the invitation. I'm fine, thanks. Good, good. So how long you been making pipes? Well, about uh, eight months now. About eight months. And is it as fun as you thought it would be? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's a lot of work, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, especially, it's pretty hard in the beginnings, yeah, because uh, you have to find a workshop, you have to buy some tools, you have to learn how to make the things, and, of course, you screw a few pipes before you make a regular good one. <laughs> yes. And are there a lot of people in the Czech Republic that smoke pipes? Uh, well... I don't know if it's more or less than in other countries, but yeah, uh, here is a, a pretty, pretty big pipe smoking community. Yes, it's not very big here in the United States. Not very popular. That's why I was asking. What kind of pipes do people like to smoke out there the most? What style? Uh, well, I suppose it's uh, mostly bent pipes. Mostly bent pipes. Yeah. Very good. And uh, what kind of pipes do you make more than any of in more than any of your other pipes? What what kind do you predominantly make? Uh, well, I'm trying to make uh, a lot of different styles, but uh, I mostly like pokers, so I uh, I'm making mainly pokers, and uh, of course I'm trying to do different finishes, different colors, different uh, shapes of the poker, you know. All right, and do you make all your pipes by hand? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, uh, before, I don't know, maybe, uh, before f- four months, I didn't have a lathe yet, so I did all my pipes on a drill press, and it was really 100% made by hand, except the drill press. And, uh, since, uh, I don't know, two months ago, all my uh, stems to the pipes was uh, really handmade as well. Very cool. You know, here in the States, a lot of pi- pipe makers, they have a hard time finding briar. They have to have it imported. Yeah, and where, where they are buying? <laughs> where are they buying? Do you know someone that sells briar? Uh, yeah, I it's it's pretty hard to get uh, briar in Czech Republic. Here's uh, what I know. Uh, here's only one importer, and uh, it's 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 good quality to start making pipes and to start learning the shaping and as well. But uh, I'm buying briar from Italy and from Spain. Where do you and your stems? Where do you get your stems from? Uh, the stems I mainly use, uh, it's a German importer and, uh, it's a German acrylic and I use just acrylic and, uh, Cumberland. What's the difference between Italian briar and Grecian briar? Uh, well, the Italian, it's, uh, uh, you know, brighter in color and it's, uh, lighter, I think. What kind, what type of briar do you like to use most on your pipes? Uh, 
well, it depends. If I if I want to make a rustic pipe, then uh, I reach for the Spain Briar because I have a larger block of the Spain Briar. Actually, it's the largest uh, largest blocks I've ever seen, and it's it's pretty good. Uh, and uh, I have some, uh, you know, we can say better quality or I don't know more expensive Briar from Italy, and uh, that has a pretty nice grain. So. Uh, Polished polished pipes are uh, without rustication. I make uh, from this Italian briar, and it's uh, with a plateau top, so you can see the structure of the briar. And on your <laughs> pipes, about a how long does it take you to make a good pipe? Uh, it understand. Uh, it uh, depends on what do you mean by a good pipe, and uh, it depends mainly on the shape and on the finish. But uh, generally, it's uh, one or two days to make one pipe. So that doesn't take very long at all. It doesn't take very long at all. I'm working long hours. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. We we talk, and you work yeah. quite a few hours. You work quite a few hours. And uh, do you have a do you have people there that help support you, that stand by you, and help you with your work, and look at it, and tell you how nice it is, and all that? <laughs> uh, mostly, mostly people on Facebook tell me that my pipes look good, and I'm happy for that because um, you need to hear that uh, something you're doing is worth it. You know. And uh, of course, my family supports me, but uh, I'm alone in my workshop, and I do what I want, and that's what it what it is okay for me like this. Very good. Are there a lot of pipe makers there in the Czech Republic? Uh, well, uh, there were not so many. I think um, I don't know five years ago maybe, but uh, now there is a few, and there is a few really good ones. I think. And your personal pipes that you smoke? Do you have a big collection of pipes that you like to smoke on? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, I have, uh, I don't know, about uh, 50 pipes maybe of uh, different manufacturers, and I have about, I don't know, 20 of uh, pipes I have made myself because, uh, you know, when I finish pipe and I'm not happy because there's some flaw or some sandpaper or something, I don't want to sell, so I don't throw the pipe away. I will keep it to myself and smoke it myself. How old were you when you first started smoking a pipe? Uh, well, I was um, I I was thinking about this, and I think I was uh, about eighteen years old, maybe. Eighteen years old. What was the first yeah. pipe you ever had? Uh, well, the first smoke I ever had it was uh, some aromatic tobacco. I don't know what exactly it was, but it was really some kind of a chemicals in in taste, you know. And it was borrowed pipe and borrowed tobacco, so, and I didn't really know how to smoke it and how to light the pipe and. You know, so it was kind of a strange, but uh, I wanted to try it, and I wanted to buy my pipe, and I wanted to choose a tobacco for me myself. And there was the motor, because there is a, such a huge uh, options in, in pipes, in shapes, in uh, qualities, in prices, and, of course, in tobaccos. So I wanted to do it myself. And what kind of tobaccos do you like to smoke today? Uh, well, today, because it's almost summer in here in Czech Republic, so in summer I like to smoke outside, and I like to smoke some something heavier like Latakia and as well. Do you have a favorite brand of tobacco? Uh, no, not really. I'm I'm smoking just what I like, and not not a favorite uh, brand or something. But uh, from the Latakia, if I can say, I can smoke. Uh, it's called Balkan Flake. About I don't know, maybe it's Samuel Gavit. I don't know really. Ah, yes, we have Balkan. We 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 can get Balkan out here. Yeah, we can get yeah. Balkan out here. I enjoy it. That's a good tobacco. What about in the winter time? What kind of tobaccos do you smoke in the winter time? Uh, well, in winter it's it, it, you know if I go out with a pipe, if I walk, 
outside, so I'll maybe go for Latakia as well or something heavier or something natural. And if I'm sitting inside in a pub, so I don't want to uh, smell with a with you know, a Latakia or something like this. So I smoke some aromatics, but some light ones, like maybe something with a little bit of vanilla or something like nuts or something. And do you guys have a, a tobacconist or just a tobacco shop out there that you go to? Yes, of course. There is a few. There is a few good ones and a few or more wrong ones. But uh, if you know where to go, it's no problem to get a, a good tobacco. Yes, out here, our FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, they has passed a whole bunch of laws. Uh, yeah, it's, just yesterday. About yeah, I know. Tobacco, I, so. I don't know what to say. It, it's really crazy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's very bad because it's going to yeah. put a lot of tobacco businesses, a lot of tobacco companies out of business. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I don't understand it. We, in Czech Republic, we have some kind of a regulation in a government process now that uh, they want to, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, they want to cancel uh, a permission to smoke in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is crazy as well because you have a chance to choose uh, to smoke or not to smoke or to invite a smoking pub or not smoking. Yeah. You as a person should be able to, to choose, not the government should tell you. Yeah. I think what they're doing out here is uh, they're putting pipes, uh, pipe tobacco and cigarettes, I mean pipe tobacco and cigars, under the same rules as cigarettes. Because cigarettes yeah. have cigarettes have dangerous chemicals in them and everything else, you know. Uh, pipe tobacco and cigars do not have dangerous chemicals in them. But yeah, mainly, yeah, mainly it's because the uh, temperature of the smoking tobacco, yeah, because the cigarettes are much hotter. Yes. And do you smoke cigars too? Uh, yeah, I smoke cigars, but I've never had a, one cigarette in my life. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. And uh, what kind of cigars do they have out there in Czech Republic? What's what's the most popular cigar where you live at in your area? Well, I don't know what's the most popular, but uh, I prefer some Cuban cigars or from Dominican Republic. And uh, I'm not so good at, at cigars, so uh, I had a Cohiba for, I don't know, maybe two or three times in my life. But uh, I mainly go for a cigar that costs maybe around I don't know five, six, seven, eight dollars. It's it's pretty cheap in here. Wow! I need to move there. I need to move <laughs> there. I could I could take my paycheck and smoke for the rest of my life. Yeah, of course, <laughs> and drink very good beer here. Very good beer. What? Well, what what is very good beer? We don't have very good beer here. I think this is maybe the Czech Republic is the the best country in brewery business. I think. <laughs> What 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 manufacturers of beer are in the Czech Republic? Tell me a couple companies that are out there. Uh, well, the most uh, famous by uh, Czech people it's uh, Pilsner Urquell, it's called. Uh, but uh, in America, you maybe know uh, Budvar. Yeah, Budweiser, Budvar. Yeah, Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser, and the Budweiser is originally the Czech beer. Is it? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. Yeah, that, that's uh, kind of a long history, but uh, it, it started in Czech Republic and somebody t- took it to America and then uh, the company was divided in uh, Czech or, I don't know, European, uh, one branch and the second one was American and uh, the Americans uh, told to the Czech ones that they can't sell their beer and that will be only the Budweiser, not the Budweiser Budva, as it originally was. Wow, so y'all invented Budweiser. 
That's pretty cool. <laughs> I hope so. That's pretty cool right there. That, that's a claim to fame. Budweiser don't tell everybody that on their bottles. It says the, the Great American Lager. Boy, someone ought to put them in check on that. <laughs> so, someone ought to get it straight. Uh, you're not the Great American Lager. You're all from Czech Republic. Yeah, I hope I say, said it correctly, but I think it's like this. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to check it out. I'll look. I will look. So, Martin, have you ever had a pipe? that you were working on that just got you so frustrated because it was so hard and it took so long to make, but it came out absolutely beautiful? Uh, yeah, I think I had this situation today. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I came in the morning to my workshop and I was really tired from the night. Uh, and, you know, and I came there, I uh, sit there, uh, take everything working, took the prior, sit down on my chair, and my arms just fall down, and I was so tired. I, I think I will never finish this pipe, and today it's finished, and it looks pretty good. I can post a photo of it, maybe. <laughs> all right. And do you have people from all over the world that order your pipes? Uh, yeah, this is interesting fact as well. When I was starting, I uh, wasn't really... Uh, I wasn't really telling any, anybody from Czech Republic I'm making pipes. And I started practically on Facebook. And uh, the first order was from United uh, Kingdom. And uh, after all, it was uh, just uh, America and uh, United Kingdom. And I don't know, it's Denmark and Indonesia, Malaysia, all over the world. And when people buy your pipes in other parts of the world, do they take a picture of them smoking it? And send it to you? Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> that's the best part? What yeah. pi what pictures have people sent you of the United States? Anything? Uh, yes, it's just photos of the pipe in the, in the nature and of uh, or of the people smoking my pipes, and that really makes me happy. Good, good. That, that'd, be a good that'd be a good photo album to keep one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh... So now, have your pipes become more popular in the Czech Republic? Uh, yes, there there is a certain community which uh, likes the style of my pipes and the price range, of course. And uh, people contact me. They will find me, not uh, I'm finding them. They will find me and they will email me. I made a design for them. We agree on it and I'll make the pipe. And I'm happy, they're happy. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's always good. That's yeah. always good. Are there like pipe shows and all that stuff that out like here we have the Chicago pipe show? Yeah, yeah, I know. I I really wanted to be there, but I uh, couldn't do it finally. Do they have any big pipe shows out there? Uh, I don't know if you can call it big pipe show, but there is a few uh smaller exhibitions and uh uh you know but but people have also have uh, certain pipe clubs in in the cities there there are uh, more pipe clubs in the Czech Republic and people are going to the pubs and chat about pipes and buckles and you know their experiences well that's good so so there's an active pipe smoking community there yeah yeah really active yeah say people wanted to look at your pipes and browse over them and see what you have and talk to you about ordering a pipe how do they do it I have a website and I have a Facebook page and I have an Instagram page and uh, 
because of the Facebook phenomenon right now, I'm more active on Facebook than on everything else. So the best way is to find me on Facebook and write me a message. I'm practically 24/7 on Facebook, so uh, just tell me what what the people like, and uh, I have some available pipes about I don't know uh, 10 or 12 pipes right now. So uh, if they want something I have uh, available right now, I'll send them the picture or. Uh, if uh, they wanted something by their design or something special or just they tell me I want a poker and you make this I like your style, then uh, we make it like this. But uh, always it's about communication with me or the, uh, and of communication, me and the customer. So uh, the pipe is really, uh, you know, it's it's not the, something I make uh, about 10 pipes of, of one design. It's uh, basically every pipe is original. Every pipe is unique. Yeah. Every pipe is unique. And that's that's the beauty. That's the beauty of handmade yeah, of handmade pipes. Yeah, and I just want to say that I see really a lot of manufacturers on Facebook that they're they're saying it's it's handmade and it's I don't know, uh it's unique and as well, but uh you know the stem used this uh pre-made, you know, so they just put on a stem and say it's handmade. So I use these stems as well, but about just about 10% are pre-made stamps. The rest I made really by hand from the rust. You know, I've said on one of my other shows, pipe, yeah. hand, guys that make pipes are artists. They're just the same as the guys that make paintings and sculptures and everything else because it all, it, it's, it's a creation in their mind. A pipe is a create, you look at a piece of wood, and you create a pipe in your mind. And you, and then your mind, you go from your mind to your hands and you make your idea out of that piece of wood. So, you know, that, that's what I like about pipe makers. They're artists. They're just as much artists as Da Vinci and Leonardo and Rembrandt and all of them, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. That, that, that's pretty funny, and it, it's also interesting. And I get the fact about uh, you need to be—I uh, don't know—I I will call it creative, yeah. But uh, when I make pipes, I took the briar in my hand, and I have a rough, uh, rough shape in my imagination. And when I make the pipe, it always uh, is something a little bit different than I was uh, thinking it will be. When, when you when you want to make a pipe, and you have a design in your head. And then you get a piece of briar, and you hold that piece of briar and look at it. Do you ever look at that piece of briar and think something? This piece of briar would work better for a different type of pipe. Yes, of course, because every pipe is a unique design, and every block is different. So you have to think about uh, what design you will make on which block. And of course, uh, sometimes when you when you cut the block, it has a little bit gra- a different grain than you think it will have, and you have to start again. And are your pipes, are they uh, smooth, are they blasted, are they rusticated? How do you uh, finish well, them? I would really love to make blasted pipes, but I don't have a blasting cabinet yet, so I hope it will get uh, different uh, soon. But uh, I don't know, I, I can say it's about 50-50 maybe, rustic pipes and smooth pipes. How do you rusticate a pipe? I've never made a well, pipe in my life. I mean, how, how does that go about being done? Uh, well, it's, it's different, you know, it's, it's kind of a few techniques over there and, uh, maybe what I like most, it, it's called, I don't know if it's called like this, but I call it nail rustication and you have just the normal nails 
bind it together. I don't know about eight of them, and you sharpen the uh, sharpen the edges. And with your hand, you're just cutting with these into the briar, and uh, then you make the make the shape, make the whole pipe like this, and then you brush it off with the with the uh, cord brush, and then you can just see really really nice deep uh, rusticated structure of the briar, and it looks a little bit like sandblasting, but I think it looks even better. All right, so you kind of like pick pick the briar with nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, very cool. Very this is just one technique. Yeah, it's just uh, you know you can use uh, some kind of machines like they're now doing this with uh, Dremel with different uh, things, you know, different bits, and uh, you can do the rustication with the cord brush and with a, or with a cord wheel and. Uh, I'm now, uh, now I'm doing, I'm combining two techniques of rustication. I'm doing it with, with a Dremel and, uh, then I'm bur- burning the edges of the rustication on, uh, a furry wheel. Yeah. So, so it looks really, the wood looks like burned. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I never thought to ask how that's done. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought to ask how that's done. And with briar, when you order a briar block, there's different ways it's cut. One of them is plateau. Is that correct? Huh? And what's the other one? Yeah, the first is plateau, as you said, and it has a natural, uh, natural uh, look of the briar, natural texture of the briar on it. And the second one, it's called ebouchon. It's from French, and uh, it's uh, really uh, the, all, all the edges are cut out, so you don't see the really the skin of the briar, the natural texture. All right, and a briar is a briar is briar wood. Is that from a tree or a bush or what is briar? Uh, it's something between a bush and a tree, and uh, it grows just, uh, uh, I don't know what the, the sea is called, but the, basically the, the uh, countries where it grows, it's Spain, Italy, uh, France, uh, Greece, and uh, may, maybe Turkey, I don't know. But uh, basically these countries, and uh, it's uh, kind of a bush, and uh, it has a big root over... Um, uh, maybe about 12 inches in uh, in diameter, and uh, you know the the cutters have to boil it and then to cut it and then to have to, to have it to dry, and uh, then about uh, they can they can sell it to the makers. Do they ever sell a whole root? You know where uh, someone has to get yeah. it and dry it and cut it themselves, or? Uh, yes, I've seen a few examples, but uh, you have to boil it and you have to dry it out correctly, or uh, otherwise, if you don't do this, it will crack. Do you know why they have to boil it? Don't know really, but I think it's because uh, the the wood has to get uh, humidity uh, inside, and uh, so, so if you boil it, the water gets inside the wood, and uh, they have to dry it for a very long time and uh, slow dry it. Yeah, because if you dry it quick, the wood will crack. Now I'm gonna ask you some of the questions I ask everybody, Martin. For people out there that are just starting to smoke a pipe. You know, just bought their first pipe and are thinking about getting some tobacco and smoke it for the first time. What kind of advice would you give to a new pipe smoker? <laughs> well, it's a pretty difficult question. But maybe I, I would recommend to watch some YouTube videos of some tobacco's, uh, you know, reviews or to check some tobacco reviews on the Internet and you will find or you have to know if you like to smoke natural or flavored tobacco. And that's the main uh, that's the main crossroad, and then you will have to choose something <laughs> and try, and if you don't like it, you have to try again. All right. Now for the next question I ask everybody. What kind of advice would you give someone 
that sat down and said, I'm going to start making my own pipes. A new pipe maker. What kind of advice would you give them? Uh, well, I've tried it myself because uh, I wanted to try it myself, I don't know, five, seven years ago to make a pipe myself. And uh, I had just a few files and uh, a regular drill. And I really wasn't uh, satisfied with the result. And it's not the way how to do it. You have to have... Uh, uh, First thing, uh, or first option, uh, you can buy a pre-drilled block, yeah, which is the drilled uh, tobacco chamber and uh, the shank and the stem is really prepared. Yeah, and then you just have to shape it. Then it's okay to have just a few uh, few files and sandpaper yeah, to finish it. The second, <laughs> the second option is uh, to make it really uh, by yourself, and then I can say the minimum uh, tool uh, you have to have is a drill press with some uh, you know, some tools to make, make the chamber and to make the drilling pipe. The very first pipe they make, is it going to come out just like they envisioned it in their head? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? <laughs> simple, simple question, simple answer. <laughs> How disappointed were you in your very first pipe? Uh, well, I wasn't disappointed. I, my very first pipe, actually, it was from the pre-drilled block, so the stem was ready and the chambers were, was drilled. So I just, Maybe I took a little bit more of the wood than I really wanted, so the pipe was smaller than I thought, and it was hot in the hand and not really good. You know, in all the years that you've been making pipes, from the time you started until now, what part of making a pipe do you think you have improved the most on? Uh, most approved, maybe the drilling, because it has to be really everything centered and everything to make really correctly, and that's, that's the hardest part, maybe. Every artist is his own critic. We know that. Every artist looks at his paintings, his sculptures, and said, I could have done this. <laughs> what part of making pipes do you think you still need to improve on the most? Maybe it, it's not really easy to say that I'm not good at it. Uh, I no, no, I no, 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 no. We're yeah, not saying you're yeah, not I, good. I, I know, I know what you mean, but I want to say uh, I can be better at finishing the stems, maybe the, the you know, the bits. All right. And what what material do you like to use best for your stems? Uh, well, I use just uh, acrylic and uh, Cumberland, and I prefer acrylic. Is one of them easier to work with than the others? Uh, you can't say, you can't say easier. Everything has its positive and negative things, you know. So what are, what are the positives of working with acrylic? Uh, the biggest positive maybe is, uh, the acrylic doesn't smell <laughs> if you're working with it. Yeah, because the, uh, ebonite and cumberland, it's, uh, almost the same, uh, in this, uh, this part of making that, uh, if you, um, if you are sending it on, on a machine and you're doing it pretty fast, it will start, uh, almost burning and it smells pretty bad. <laughs> and what is the positive of working with cumberland? Uh, well, the positive is the finish because, uh, it, it looks, it looks really awesome and acrylic can really, uh, it can never look like this. Okay. And you said uh, if you get it too hot, it'll sm it'll smell bad? It'll burn uh -huh. and smell bad? What is the best way of checking to make sure that you're not getting it too hot? Uh, well, 
for, for the first, you can see it if it is burning. So because it's smoking and because it uh, has a really bit uh, different structure kind of a burn. And the second thing, it's uh, you can feel it by your hand if you are working. If it's too hot, then it's burning. I was watching a show on YouTube a long time ago, a long time ago, and they were they were shaping a stem on there, and they were boiling it in water. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, that was because maybe I can just say uh, it was not uh, because of shaping. It was uh, because of the final bending of the stem. Because if you want to bend it, the uh, one option is to boil it in water and then to bend it and to uh, let it uh, cool. Or the second thing, uh, which is most used by pipe makers, I think, uh, it's uh, to using a, a heat guns, you know, to heat the stem and then to bend it. Yeah, that might be what it was. It was bending it, you know. They they boiled it in water, then they rolled it over the edge of a bowl or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what is the difference? What is what is shaping a stem? What what's involved with shaping a stem? Uh, well, if you're doing it really from from a rock, uh, then uh, easiest or very good for working with uh, this kind of acrylic is uh, to have a lathe and to uh, make the basic diameter and uh, the basic uh, shape of the stem uh, you know the width and the length to make it on a lathe yeah because uh, you will make the central drilling on a on a stem and uh, you'll get the right uh, dimensions and then you have to shape it or I, or I saw some makers doing it with a dremel but uh, I'm doing all just with files and sandpaper all right very cool very cool well good you told me that you had a special offer for people who listen to your show. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would like to offer everything, uh, everybody who's listening to this show, uh, the 10% discount on my pipes. On, uh, and it's for available pipes and it's also for the pipe holders. Yeah, so just 10% for everybody who's listening. All right. And what is your website? You said you had a website. Yeah, my uh, website is uh, www. Uh, cpipes dot cz c like cattle z like i don't know <laughs> zebra okay okay www.cpipes.cz yeah correctly yeah okay cool like it like italy i do a lot of talking to people in italy i got a lot of friends there and the it's not dot com it's dot it so yeah mm-hmm. so www.cpipes.cz That's how you get a hold of him. And what is your Facebook page? Yeah, my Facebook page is the same as my Instagram page, and it's uh, facebook.com uh, or instagram.com slash uh, Pipes. Yeah, it's my surname, Pipes, uh, that, uh or without a doubt, it's just Pipes. <laughs> All right, Pipes. And uh, I'm going to put some pictures of your pipes up there with this show. That way everyone can see it. I like that picture you sent there. There's some really incredible looking pipes on that. Really incredible looking pipes. And, uh, of course, everybody knows that you ship overseas. So that's taken care of. And, uh, Martin, I'm going to let you get back to your work. I know it's late there. So actually you're probably done working. You're probably getting ready to go to bed, aren't you? Actually, I'm going to the pub with my friends. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that that's obviously more important. But but I I surely hope I surely hope that you're going to tell all your friends that you're going to the pub with about my show and my website, right? 
Yeah, I will give them a link, of course. <laughs> Houseofbriar.com. Have them check it out. Have everyone listen okay. to you. Uh, Martin, I'm going to let you go, and uh, I'd like to talk to you again here in about a couple months. How's that sound? Okay, perfect. All right, Martin. We will talk to you later, buddy. Okay, thanks for the invitation and for the opportunity. Thank you. All right, y'all. That concludes my show for the day. Y'all look me up on my website, listen to the past shows, housebriar.com. You can find me on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just go in there and search for Piper's Talk. Y'all, I got a Facebook group. If you ain't a member, join up. Meet all kinds of cool people. See the updates, what's going on with the show. The group is, of course, Piper's Talk. So until next time, y'all, I am Piper George with House of Briar Piper's Talk Radio. And uh, y'all do like I'm going to do right now. And have a good night and keep on smoking. Smoking.